1: Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics. On Mix 103.7.
0: Take me through the uh, election process. What was it like running again here in uh, Fort McMurray?
2: Well, I can tell you that, uh, I can tell you, first of all, I want to say this. I want to say that it was the nicest Pleasant, most pleasant election campaign that I've seen run here in Fort McMurray, and I've been at this since 1997, with some losses, and obviously with uh, 17 years of service to the Fort McMurray Catholics District, and eight years with the last city council. So this election for me, I worked uh, 27 night shifts to uh, manage my signs, and I can tell you from that, I've had the greatest experience at any time to joined any campaign, because when it started, I was two minutes away from not making the nomination day because I filled out the wrong sheets. And it's only in Fort McMurray we would have two sets of papers, a practice set and a real set. And anybody that knows me, I, I work hard, you know, and I try to do my best. I'm not the best computer savvy guy, but when I print off a set of papers, and it looks like the ones that I had, Always had. I uh, I took them of course and went to Holy Trinity and, and see some teachers, uh, see some kids because it was my last day as, as a trustee and I wanted to go back and see the people that I enjoyed working the most with, and they were the kids. So I uh, people know that I get tied up, and uh, I took my old car to the furthest point south of the city where nomination papers had to be turned in, if you were like me, late arrival. And that's what happened. So the campaign for me started out, I didn't think I was going to make the nomination papers because I filled out the wrong ones. But the good man upstairs uh, gave me one thing in life and that was uh, friendships. And I looked across the road to Greg Ward and I figured there's got to be somebody here in the park that has the employees that can help me out. And that's exactly how my campaign started, <laughs> when I was not making nation Day.
0: And what what made it the, the nicest, you said? What made it the nicest compared to others?
2: Because the three guys that used to paralyze people uh, with fake Twitter accounts, they're gone. They have families. They leave us alone. We had a few old politicians complain about, uh, you know, their their, their candidates. Uh, they didn't feel like the signs were in the right place. But the people that were actually in the campaign, they were actually all in us to make our community better, not anything personal. And I stayed away from social media because I really think it affects mental health of everybody, including myself. And I've been coached uh, a few times. The only the only thing I can tell you about this campaign, I had, as people know, some old vehicles that that I bought through the years, and I uh, broke them out. And I, I left those vehicles around town nights with drills in them, with, with, you know, sledgehammers. Uh night I think I left my wallet in it. There wouldn't be much in it, but my IDs were in it. And, you know, I left those vehicles on Franklin Avenue, Timberley, Thickwoods. Waterways, Gregoire, Beacon Hill, all the places. Uh, We used to call it Area 1 to 6. Nobody, nobody uh, took a thing from me. And I think that's a resemblance of where most of Fort McMurray want to get back to. Want to get back to that community where we know one another, we get along with one another. And all the divisions about downtown versus Timberley or rural versus urban or big oil, little oil, uh, little contractors, big contractors. I think that's for McMurray. I think we need to go back and shepherd our own cause. And I believe that that's half the reason why as an incumbent, I got returned. And I've made a lot of mistakes, but I'm always available to answer those mistakes. And learn from those mistakes. And I believe that uh, you know I I, I don't want to get too choked up, but this win for me couldn't have come at a better time in life.
0: Joined with Keith McGrath, uh, who just got elected to Ward One to represent for the RMWB. Uh, we're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker, Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker, Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.
0: And we're back with Fort McMurray Matters. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Kreitz, and today I am joined with Keith McGrath, who won a seat in Ward 1. What was the uh, what was the the uh, like expectations leading up to election night with twenty what was it twenty four other people twenty three others and yourself? Um, did you did you think you were going to get elected again?
2: No, I, I I didn't think I was going to be elected again. I looked at the ballots. I looked at the, I had to look for my old Dave <laughs> uh, and I know people get the, the ballot process. I mean, there's two or three things you're vote done, and then you got to go in and say. As a as a Catholic, and you had to declare your Catholicity to vote for the Catholics, and I got to say, you know, congratulations to uh, Kelsey Javier. I would say that Kelsey was probably the uh, the guy that you know I, I feel comfortable with that was shepherd that uh, Indigenous uh, thing, uh, file that everybody's so proud of. Uh, you know, the graduations of Indigenous kids is something near and dear, and. Uh, I gotta tell you, like, I see the ballot, and uh, I I was convinced. And then when I heard we, we had record, record-breaking, record-breaking people at the advance polls. Well, it's not hard to break a record if you, uh, if you quadruple the times you're able to vote. You're gonna get bigger numbers at the advance polls. But it's just, you know, it's sadly, it's still the same 12 to 13,000 people that come out to vote. Because people are fed up with uh, real politicians. They're fed up with them. One day you got to wear a mask, and the next day you don't. One day they say your hospital's okay, the next day it's full. So that's that's why I believe the good man upstairs gave me one more crack at this, to go back, be part of a team that's where, I look around the table from 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 Fort Chip uh, down to Conflict, these people that, uh, that were elected, They were part of no slate for the better, for for most of it. I think that's what happened in their last term. You know, people, uh, we never, we've done some nice stuff. But boy, we, as Lance uh, pointed out, uh, you know, me and the last mayor had an altercation. But the reason for that altercation, I do the same thing tomorrow because I I wasn't going to fight back. But I don't think anybody should be walking in our community or a person that serves it as a counselor. And uh, the ladies that I worked with, uh, some great counselors, you know, whether it was Sheila or Verna or Claire's or Julia, uh, Lady J, you know, uh, Melissa. Uh, I have worked with a lot of great ladies outside the council chambers, and some ladies were the best bosses I had. I remember a lady, Mrs. Bauer, that I worked for at Suncorp. She'd keep you in line, and she always knew that... uh, if you done your job, you have no trouble with her. And if you didn't, you'd hear her about it. And I think that's just the way that we have to be as counselors. We have to be receptive of uh, ideas of other peoples. We can never sit in that chair and benefit ourselves or benefit our boss. We need to serve the citizens. And that's why... Last Sunday, I went to see Mrs. Verkle in the Bonters and Flowers, because in 97, she looked after my two girls, my first campaign. One day, I was out putting up signs, and I found that picture. The picture means Hunt. And uh, to see Mrs. Verkle uh, straight away at Willow Square downtown, it would seem like yesterday, we rolled around the floor with Ted the Premier, and uh, a couple of our MLAs that felt that these kids or the uh, seniors should be up in Parsons Creek. And I can tell you that uh, Joan, uh, Mrs. Ferber, Elsie, uh, uh, I can tell you that every senior in town at that time, they showed that they had more energy than me and a thousand more. They went out and they got the petitions, and here it is today. The reality is we have a beautiful facility, continuing care, that uh, Mrs. V. And then the other side of it is a couple of guys that, uh, you know, uh, got tied up in life. And uh, they're over there quite comfortable and uh, making their mark back. So it's the bread and butter issues that has returned me. And I can I can tell you that I've uh, learned lots in the last eight years. But I've learned more in the last three about serving the public. And whatever you say upstairs in Canberra, upstairs in Canberra. You know, I left that for a while because whatever was going on upstairs in Canberra was getting leaked out to the people and it affected fairly. So I'm looking forward to uh, uh, the recess of all that stuff that happened last term and go back in with clear minds, review the strap plan, review downtown versus Timberley, small business, Small business. Well, I work for eight of them at once, you know, to get sixty or seventy hours a week and they haven't changed. Small business haven't changed. Mm-hmm. You take a look at a guy like Dan Sorensen, uh, from Photo Magic to you know, uh, to his sign company, even Deb. I uh, I respect the fact that these guys have worked hard, you know, and they give back to the community. And that's why I've always tried to champion this local uh, procurement. That's why I took it to uh, our conferences. It, you know It just about passed forty nine fifty one. But if we have the goods and services and the people the capacity and the capabilities there's got to be a way. And we did an overhaul a bit of the social procurement plan. But there's some stuff here that we need to take a serious look at here in the next couple of weeks. We're not going to be famous. But The last time I checked, anybody that had to make a tough decision wasn't famous, especially if you're a dad or a husband that you don't go along with the party folk. The thing is, is that council, my last term on council, I'm almost ashamed of it. I was part of it. I was part of the problem. Sometimes I had a solution sometimes, but when when you go out and run a slate of candidates, and you end up with three or four or five on that slate. Your work is uphill from day one. What I liked about this, there was a slate, but I think the slate is on the outside looking in. And I think the people that care about our community, the people that show up at the polls, they've made the nicest change that I've been a part of. When I see my friend Dogger walk across the stage tonight, that's the biggest win that I ever see. I've I've been with that guy for uh, about nine years. He started his journey, and, and you know, the guy worked hard, funky, uh, you know. They were number one and two. The reason why they were number one and two, they worked their hardest. There's nobody spent a million dollars on this campaign. It was one of the cheapest campaigns that I uh, ran myself. Ever, Besides the fact that my first one in '97 had two signs and <laughs> a truck that I used to move around. But that's what city council is. City council is a conduit between the residents and the province and the feds. They've forgotten about us. You mean I hear these MLAs and MPs of the past, some of them finished terms, some of them never, and they got all the answers now. They're not getting treated fairly. But they don't tell the people the whole truth. But I can tell you that, as city councilor, the only desire they have is to make our city better. And we talk about shutting down camps, well you know that's rubbish. We talk about scrapping the 10 year plan uh, for taxation, that was rubbish. Most of my last term was spent in rubbish. So I'm going to hopefully go back to that same table. With most of the people I grew up in in, in, here almost the 40 years I lived here, I look around that table, whether it's uh, Loretta, whether it's Kendall. Lady J, of course, uh, she's down south. And the six people in, in Ward 1 it's Stu out there in the, the smallest ward in Canada. <laughs> but you have a great, great team. And I guess, you know, I hear lots of talk about this, about that, about this, about that. I listen to nothing. I listen to nothing what I hear. Half of what I see, and I believe that uh, i made some mistakes, and some of that uh, came from, you know, when you're a city council, you, you you know, I learned the hard way. You're a city council 24 hours a day. And the community has been respectful of the fact that uh, my kids now, I'll order uh, up and God and, uh, you know, Beautiful kids. My my son is down uh, for his duties last year with five kids that uh, went to Father Mercury or Father Turkot. He got a couple of buddies that he's been he's based his life uh, away from politics. And I got to I got to say thank you for McMurray for leaving my family out of politics for the last 25 years because I, I don't think I'd be too friendly if somebody made my family about politics. And that's my my, my message to. The candidates that are about to serve our citizens for the next four years, we put our names on the ballots, but your wives and your children never. And to me, uh, people in Fort McMurray are very respective of the fact we all have families. This community suffers mental health globally. For the last five years, we haven't got a break. I've been through it. I've been through the fire. I've been through the flood. I've been through two floods. And actually, '97, when I first uh, started my 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 walk towards city city hall, uh, in '97, we were actually in Ralph's Trailer Park, taking out uh, the goods, the goods and clothes of people that lived in the park.
0: Once again, joined with Keith McGrath on Fort McMurray Matters. Thank you so much for tuning in, Keith. I have a couple more questions. Stick around. We'll be right back.
1: We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix
0: 103.7. And we're back with Fort McMurray Matters. We are joined with Keith McGrath. Get to know your counselors. Hey, Keith, uh, take me through your election night. What did you all get up to?
2: Well, I know you're not going to believe me. Uh, that's Okay. Uh, everybody knows that uh, I ran a campaign by myself. Uh, I had a little code, and uh, Brayden helped me, or Brayden, uh, my, my, my cousin's son, two little fellas that play hockey. Uh, so I had them a couple hours. Uh, I had a guy by the name of Dan help me out from time to time. But at the most part, and it was good. I kept myself busy because uh, everybody knows I can say some stupid stuff. and don't really mean it, but come across the wrong way. So on election night, I came home. I had a shower and I had big plans. I was going to sit down and listen to the results and probably take a run downtown and shake everybody's head. I got a piece of yogurt and granola. I stepped in the chair and, uh, holy doodle. It <laughs> quarter to three in the morning and I woke up and the yogurt went across the floor and I slept on that so I fell back on the arse. I went upstairs and called her the night. My sweet God, about five after five, my brother and Jerry called. And- <laughs> from uh, Toronto and uh, he said I won
0: that's how you found out that's
2: how I found out all I could all I could say is he gave me another shot
0: so that's incredible your brother out east called you and let you know
2: yeah
0: wow And so what what emotions were you feeling? Because you said a little earlier that you didn't expect to win when you saw so many names on the ballot. What what were you feeling?
2: It wasn't, it wasn't just the names. It wasn't just the names. We, we had candidates uh, like, you know, Lance was returning. And, uh, he made a comment in the paper that, uh, you know, the altercation between me and the mayor was the largest stock of the country. Absolutely it was. But how about people that know me Knew I wouldn't take a smack in the face from anybody, but if I had to lay one hand on the mayor that day, I would have been arrested. And my family didn't deserve that, neither did I. But that's okay. But I, I don't. I hold no grudges, because at the end of the day, the Lord has His way. The Lord don't punish with a sword. And when I see I got reelected, I don't think I had a drink in about eight months. I had some issues in my life that took me on the dark roads. Uh, I'm not immune to having social issues, but I've never ever been disrespectful to people. I'll probably argue with people, but I've never invaded the privacy of anybody. I've never, uh, as far as, uh, uh, you know, I've worked with some of the greatest ladies in this region. Uh, I had a lot of emotion because I know I know that we haven't done a good job in the last four years, and people are like uh it's like almost like bold this time if you've done a good job, your boss will look after you, but if you didn't you'll you won't get recognized and what what happened here in this community uh over the years not not this last term not I would say that in the last decade, mayor and council have been watered down. Some days just dirt under administration's feet, but I think you're going to find these hometown people are here to serve our bosses, and that's the people of Fort McMurray, not not some people that come in. And they got these bright ideas. Like take the back of City Centre in 2013. Our MLA mayor at the time, we don't cut the ribbon two days before nomination day. There's not a bloody thing left at City Center, that makes any sense. Everything's gone, the stage is down, to the sky, the restaurant is getting, king. like, there were so many things ran through here. Geez, when we first got elected, there was 10 councilors sitting in an eight by 10 room. That was their office. Meanwhile, we had three fat cats upstairs that had a full floor. So myself and Gee, yes, yes, we rattle the cases and we got that top floor because you know what? When our brass is going to see us and we're trying to do some business development, we're not going to sit in the box because residents expect us to do more. So it's been a challenge, to say the least. And then I think I've been, I don't know, I've been investigated three times in, in, in last, this last term over both. Bull- and it's taxpayers' money. All because the slate couldn't get their way all the time. But nobody, nobody, I, I, I think this group of candidates, I had a most of them here on uh, Saturday night at my house. Because I want to be the guy to say, hey, we can all work together. As long as we're all doing what's above the table, and what's good for the community. Mm-hmm. And the only way we measure that is to allow ourselves in the community to our people. It got so bad here during the flood the last time. Well, Jesus, me and Phil Barrett, you know, Phil goes to go downtown and, and, you and know, he'll take the credit for everything. But you know, at the end of the day, we wanted to go downtown and help our people. I did. Well, I got turned back by some guy. that he, I think even his name might have been on the ballot this time. The funny thing is, that's not the way it is. Counselors are, are responsible. One of the things in the MGA Act, we're responsible for the safety of our citizens. And now we got some guy well, they must think, you know, a guy fifty five years old, yeah, I'm gonna go I'm going go down inside of a sixteen inch pump again, and and shut it off or some what 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 was done to that day, what was done to us that day, any any mayor that's like people think the mayor is the boss not the boss, he got one vote. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: well, what he has, he has a duty to go to that office every day because he's the full-time CEO and make sure that he or her are shepherding our notices of motions. When you got the will of counsel that puts a notice of motion, if it gets parked on a desk and then the next point cycle you find out that they have done nothing because somebody on the inside had a better idea, that's not the way governance works. So, yes, sir, we have, we have some, I would say, some quick writing of the ship to make, and that's going to make some people uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, I can tell you that there's a lot of hurt in this community. There's a lot of people that expect something of this council. And I can tell you something. If a guy got to go out and get seven or eight people to run as a slate because you got problems with the permanent system before McMurray, our doors are always open. And I believe that if a business needs some help, because I can tell you that any time that I've ever went to planning and development, and don't forget, I was the guy that led the charge to have a rebuild committee, to rebuild this community after the fire, and we worked day and night. Did we always do things right? But no, but we went out to the community and we got some experts. Just like we could have gone to build this dike. When I hear we can't build a dike in the nighttime I think, oh my God. <laughs> oh my heavens. There's 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 no better community suited for equipment, for resources. All we had to do is let the egos out of the room and go back to work with industry, which is going to be another thing I wanna champion right away. Last time we had a meeting with industry, we were making some good traction. But boy, the last time we started, we were we were going to change the world, not me. All I heard, we were going to shut this down, shut that down. Well, fact of the matter is, there's a thirst out there in Alberta for tradespeople, for hard trades, for soft trades. We need to make sure that we get the arterial roads in this place that can bring people, moms, dads, back home to their families each and every night. And That's when we can start to Make her beauty great again.
1: That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters.
0: Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com.
1: Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker, Fort McMurray, Cooper and Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics. On Mix103.7.